0: Happy day 83 of the program. It's a Saturday if you're following along, uh, with us in the support group. So the, the, the check-in, the, uh, every day in the group, we do a day of the week or program post. Today is day 83. Uh, it's a whole vibe in there today. Honestly, um, so many of you talking about kind of either you're in your way and you're enjoying the summer and you're indulging and you're noticing how crappy you feel after you indulge. So you always felt like that. First of all, you always always felt crappy after indulging. This is nothing new. The only difference is you're actually in tune to how your body's reacting and responding from those foods. And you're you're listening and you're self-aware. And before the body stopped telling you how it felt, because it's just like, what the heck? She ain't listening anyway. So what's the point? Also, once you get a taste of feeling really good, which you do on this program, you know, 83 days of prioritizing yourself, managing your stress, and trying to get better sleep and moving your body and eat nutrient-rich foods, you feel really good. And once you get a taste of feeling really good, you also know what it feels like to feel really crappy. Um, so you're always going to feel like that whenever you indulge. That's the kind of trade-off with those foods. I indulge in those foods. I feel crappy too. A lot of the times, so though, it's just hashtag worth it. When I wake up the next day, that was totally worth it. In the moment, that was great. I enjoyed that and whatnot. Um, some of you are noticing that you are indulging and you're not having uh, the scale go up like you thought. You're not gaining the weight back like you thought you were going to gain it the minute you ate anything kind of quote unquote off plan. And again, there's no on plan, off plan. There's just following a plan that's going to help you, you know, reach your goal sooner rather than later, because it's a very organized, systematic way of helping the body specifically focus on fat loss. So you're noticing that you are going away, either indulging on weekends or going away on vacations and not seeing that weight gain. So the reason why you gain that weight back before when you lost your weight is because you didn't address why your body was feeling the need to store fat in the place, high stress, lack of sleep, long periods of time without eating, cumulative over years and years and years of dieting, starving, depriving, neglecting, all of those things, leaving your body at a deficit, over-exercising, under-eating, all of those things. Your body, your body learns to react and your body, because its only job in life is to keep you alive and surviving, learns how to manage. And so if you're constantly putting it in a deficit by terms of starving and depriving and not giving it what it needs when it needs it, then your body learns to take the foods that you are consuming and and store them as fat. And that's something that your body does. Your body decides when you eat something where it's going to take that excess. It's either going to get rid of it or it's going to store it at the end of the day. So you've addressed your body's needs. You've addressed the, why your body was feeling a need to store fat. You've been giving your body what it needs over the last 83 days, so now it no longer feels the need to store fat. And you've been specifically helping it focus on fat loss with the tweaks that we've been implementing week to week to week. And now with where you're at, it's all about supporting the body and its needs to continue to move the dial on that scale. So this is why you're not going to gain that weight back. it's, It's much harder than you think to have your body take the foods that you eat and convert them into fat. And the reason why it felt like before when you lost your weight and... And you just kind of, you know, gained it all back, you know, the minute you started eating anything um, is because of a couple of things. You just starved and deprived, which is, is, and you know, when it got harder, you starved yourself even more. You deprived yourself even more, right? That's that typical diet. You just, you pull back, you pull back, you pull back, you pull back, you pull back. So there's no, you know, allowing your body to adjust to your weight along the way. There's no like, you know, plateaus in the sense that before when you dieted, if you had a plateau, it meant th- things weren't working for you. Plateaus now, you want them, you need them, right? So it's the way you've gone about losing weight that is factoring into the fact that your body no longer feels the need to store fat. So You're not going to have that weight gain that you had when you did all those other diets for so many reasons. Now, you don't want to be testing this out too often. If you're still working towards your weight loss goals or you just newly lost your weight, you got to take maintenance real serious. You just can't go back to eating whatever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? And falling back into old habits and doing the same old stuff you did before. You have to reinforce those new habits. You have to be mindful of allowing your body time to adjust to your new weight. So all next week, we're going to talk about maintenance. We're going to roll out those guys guidelines on maintenance on Sunday, tomorrow. So make sure you pop in the Facebook support group at any time uh, and let us know. But I love this. This is a big takeaway. People are always surprised. Oh my goodness. I went on vacation. Yes, I came back. My weight was up, went back on track for a few days, back down again. This is magic. What kind of sorcery is this? No, it's not. It's your hard work paying off. It's losing weight in the right way. You know, Um, I've got a new handy dandy. Tony got me this new handy dandy iPad holder thing. So I'm going to see. How this works. Um, hi, Claire. Uh, joining today's live from a wild and windy UK been out in the garden most of the day catching up on this week's lives yeah so you still have access to all of the information in the group once the group is done so a lot of you're like I haven't watched all the lives I haven't watched all the videos Will I still have access yes yeah, so when we done po- we're done posting and answering in the group uh, you'll still be able to pop in at any time and review all the information watch the videos plus they're all available as a podcast plus they're all in the app once we done the program as well, and you're done tracking the 91 days in the app itself that guides you through the program, the process, it's going to turn into a general tracker. And so you'll be able to use this ongoing for as long as you want. Even if you are done, you've reached your goals, you're moving into maintenance. If you still want to use your app, it's still going to be available to you you'll get all the latest updates and and everything which is so isn't that so cool um I wanted to record a non-scale victory happened today but not just today it is a result of the work done on this fab program I love cooking and I love food I'm a real feeder too I over cater and have issues with portion size because I don't want to stop when I'm eating something tasty not a unique issue I realize yep there are people who just really love food like you know they're they're foodies Tony's like this when I first met Tony Tony. So his his love language with his family is food, and um, with his cultural and his back culture and his background, you know, providing food was like showing love, right? So when I first um, started dating Tony, and he sort of got introduced to the kids, and we'd order takeout the man would like order enough takeout to feed like 10 families. I swear. I'm like, what? It was all that the kids were like, Oh my God, what is this? Because I'm like, you know, as a mom and I, have you know, shared my story yesterday, I had to be really super savvy with my finances. So we'd like split things and share things. And I'm thinking like, okay, if we get four of these, we can cut those in half and then we can whatever. Like that's how I ordered. No, Tony coming gangbusters, (laughs) just order everything off the menu. That's his love language. So there's some of you that are really, truly are foodies. who just love food, everything about it. There are those of you who love to cook. You love everything about cooking and preparing food. And there's, you know, those of you who like to provide and share food, right? It's a, it's your love language. So that's a real thing. And that's so why over the program, you can't just ignore that. You have to reassociate, right? So this is where we use food for so many things, and you're going to continue to use food for so many things. But here's the thing, especially if you're foodie and you love indulging in food, you're going to be able to in- love food just as much, eating it to satisfaction, and then you will know when you are consciously overeating, and then you will know how to help the body recover from that indulgence. It's just like alcohol I was talking about yesterday. So, you know, when you have a hangover from drinking alcohol, you do certain things the next day to make you feel better. And it's the same thing with food. It's almost like you get a food hangover from overeating, and there's things you can do, like getting back on track to help with that. Anyway, back to you. I love cooking, and I love food. I'm a real feeder, too. I over-cater and have issues with portion size but I don't want to stop when I'm eating something tasty. But over the program I've been working on that and not using the excuse of oh it's just a salad I'll just finish it off. Yeah it's just a salad it's just an apple you know being in tune is being in tune I totally get that. Uh, If I'm satisfied I stop like I did today at lunch. I either packed up leftovers or threw it away and because I hate throwing food away I've gotten better at cooking less in the first place Yes! I'm looking forward to continuing this journey in the fall thinking about colder weather recipes that are Gina friendly. Thank you for giving me the tools to make these changes. All of that, right? It's it's not just like eat in tune. It's like, so that's one thing being in tune to your satisfaction level. So that's a win. Then it's also dealing with food waste issues, right? That's a whole other huge ash issue is dealing with food waste issues. So put it in the container, right? And then there's that fear of not having enough or making enough that you're dealing with too. So learning to prepare less. Like that's huge. That is so huge. And that's what's going to factor into your finally and forever. It's this is like, it's not just losing the weight. Do you see that? It's not just losing the weight. It's all these other issues. When we talk about issues and associations that you have to work through in order to get to a place. Where you're calm mentally and physically about food. It's just not going, it's just not going on a diet and eating less and exercising more. It's just so much more than that. So that's like being in tune, recognizing when you're satisfied and in tune to your body's cues. That in itself. That's intuitive eating. That's what that is. That's what that is. That's huge. You know, and then there's dealing with, you know, food waste issues just a whole other huge issue that can be really deep and go back past like years and years and years generations even my goodness you know and then there's that fear of not having enough you know so those are three main things i love that that's what it's about hi linda good morning from the west coast wow my first live in two groups hi Hello. So many of you, you know, just, I just catch it alive, just because life, man, life is busy. Life is busy. Question, Donna. Hello. Uh, I'm finished my second round. Okay. Lost 24 pounds in the first and 20 in the second. Good for you. 44 pounds. Below my target weight by a couple of pounds. Sign up for maintenance, but plan to personalize the plan until my birthday in January to stabilize my weight. Okay, great, great plan. I excel at losing, but the work for me is in maintenance. Now I have no idea if my goal weight Of just below 165 is correct, as I've only seen this weight in two years since I became since I became a teenager. Okay. (laughs) I have no reference point as to what the correct set point is for my body. Okay. I love this. First of all, let let's let go of the past and what your numbers were, but I know you're only using this for reference. Let's just see where you're at now to me a goal weight isn't a number it is a feeling it's a feeling feeling confident and comfortable in your skin and we have an end so that's that's number one number two is I want to remind you that because this is where the nerves come up the trust I'm not sure you know am I going to be able to sustain and maintain this weight right so you've lost weight in a healthy way you haven't starved yourself deprived yourself none of those things so you've gone and lost weight in the healthiest of ways three um, it's not on un- And I'll read the rest in a second. Um, before I get there, it's not unusual for people to reach what they thought was their goal weight and then go into maintenance and then work to solidify that weight and realize, do you know what? I totally can go for more. And then they decide to to do another program or dig their heels in, personalize the plan with the goal to lose weight. Happens all the time. And only you know what it feels like to live in your body. On the other side of that, we also have people who are going for a certain goal weight. And before they reach that weight, they realize, do you know what? I feel amazing. I look good. I feel good. I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling comfortable. Yeah, sure, you could probably lose the rest of the weight if you wanted to, but I don't feel like I need to. So do you know what I mean? This really is up to you. And I If don't make it about the scale, make it a number, make it about the feeling and and you'll know. And we have this conversation so often uh, at the not at the uh, only at the end of the programs, uh, but in the actual maintenance group. And sometimes you hit a number and you feel confident and then you feel like you're still it's the habit of losing because you spent 20 years of your life trying to chase a number or lose the weight. And now that you've lost the weight and feel amazing, you just, you don't know what it's like to not chase that anymore. You know, it's really interesting, the conversations that we're having in maintenance. Okay, back to you. Okay, my assumption is that the portions I am eating now are for my current body size. If I continue to personalize the plan or repeat the program until I continue to lose, until my body establishes where it wants to be or stabilize, what is the difference? Okay, so the, so what you're, so when repeating, so first of all, we're going to talk, we're going to break this down next week. So you can either repeat the program to continue to lose, which is super effective. And we all know how hard it is to lose. you got to maximize your ass off. You have to do like all of the things, right? Like every single day, day in, day out, make choices, follow on with your goals. And then there's repeating the program for the sake of maintenance. And this is where you're not being as relentless and maximizing and doing all like you're doing all the things to get and keep that scale moving. You're just, you're going through the motions, you're following the tweaks to get even more in tune to your, body's needs, to help your body level up even more, to continue to work through those issues and associations, right? That's why there's there's that, that. That's why it's a benefit of repeating the program again for the sake of maintenance. It's organized. Now, physically, you can be done losing the weight, but mentally, you're not quite there yet. So each stage and phase of the program, the process is still going to bring up food waste issues, food scarcity issues. Do you know what I mean? Issues with how you utilize food and cope with food and all of Those things. So, repeating the program in order to solidify your weight is super effective because you're still working through all those things mentally. Plus, leveling up the body physically. Right? A few, a few months, even a year is hardly any time at all. You know, in terms of your body repairing and rebuilding and regenerating and rejuvenating, and and also learning to function at your new weight. So that's the difference, right? It's like back on track. Back on track is like or supporting the body in detox. Let's talk about that. Supporting the body in detox can be when the scale is moving. Supporting the body in detox can be when you are when you're sick, right? Do you know what I mean? Like so it's, it's same, same. Um, so Um You know, it's all about, it's all about the intention. So you're doing the program again with the intention to lose your weight, or you're doing the, the program again with the intention to solidify your weight. That's the difference. Personalizing the plan, which is the tweak that you're following this week, also super effective when it comes to losing your weight, but you got to maximize your fucking ass off if you're trying to move the dial on that scale. So you're not just like going through the motions of personalizing the plan. If you're looking to lose weight, you're looking to lose weight. You're showing, up, you're maximizing, you're setting your intentions, you're doing all the fucking things all day, every day, day in, day out until you reach the goal. That there's a difference between personalizing the plan in order to lose and personalizing the plan in order to maintain. Personalizing the plan in order to maintain is getting to understand what maintenance now looks like and feels like to you. Checking in at every single meal and snack time. Still in that in that second and third stage of maintenance, right? Solidifying your weight. Still asking those four questions. Still recognizing. Still getting on that scale. Still noticing the normal fluctuations just from choices that you're making. You're not challenging your body. You're not doing any of those things. This where testing the water comes in to that third stage, right? This is where maybe you have the burger and fries. Maybe this is kind of you're laying off asking the four questions because you feel like you're already in tune to that. This is where, you know, you're not you're not so focused on the things that you're doing each day, that transition between losing weight. Solidifying the weights, you know, testing the waters where you're trying to, you're laying off that mindset and following any kind of certain plan that you're doing to transition into finally and forever, which is wake up, look good, feel good, just go about your day, trusting that your body's going to tell you when to eat, what to eat, and how much to eat. Knowing that when you overindulge, you, you you know when you overindulge. You're not like, oops, I'll ever indulge. You fucking know. Do you know what I mean? And then that's where you are implement back on track for as many days is you need to get back to feeling your best. I do this. I do a number of myself. I overindulge. I come back. I'm like, okay, honey. Do you know what I mean? I feel like garbage. What do I need to do? How can I get over this feeling of garbage, get back to feeling good again? And that's where I implement back on track, right? So that's what that's all about. So my, my, so let's get back to you. My assumption is that the portions I'm eating now are for my current size body. So here's the thing. This is why don't make that assumption because your portions that you're eating right now are in tune to trying to lose weight, right? So you've already reached your goal. And so now your portions become being in tune to your body's needs on a day to day basis. So portions have never, ever, 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 ever been what they look like. They have always been what they felt like. So in, in throughout this entire program and process it's been one egg three egg one day you might need one egg to feel satisfied the next day three eggs it's the same thing with those snacks i had someone uh and it was a great question uh pop into the group and it's like well because they're obviously working behind in the group and if this is you hello i saw that uh question where they're like okay i'm having a really hard time dropping they're in week seven or week whatever week nine so they're dropping down their two snacks to one snack so their question was Um, I'm having a hard time just having one snack. I feel like I need both snacks. And then they said, you know, should I have I'm hungry going into dinner? Should I have an earlier dinner? And what do I do when I'm not hungry for the snack? I'm like, okay, wait a minute. So yeah, it was a great question, but I'm just like, okay. So you're having a hard time going from two snacks down to one snack, but then you're also asking me what to do if you're not hungry for that snack. So this is about what this tweak is about this week and moving forward for the rest of your life is picking up on your body's, what it needs on a day-to-day, right? Some days you're really hungry and some days you're not at all. Some of you even experience downsizing. And you're like, how do I downsize when I'm not even hungry today? And that's where, that's where you're really picking up on that. So don't try to keep your portions small because it's not about what they look like. It's never been about what they look like. It's always what they feel like. So then people will lose their weight, right? And being super in tune to those portions. And then maybe, you know, after your weight tends to settle, your metabolism is nice and high because your metabolism is something you're always working on. The amount of energy that your body is giving you access to, right? And a lot of you have a really low metabolism from years and years and years of dieting. Your body has you on reserve mode, slow-mo mode, and you're still just working towards that. Well, you can reach your goal and still not have your metabolism working at maximum capacity, right? And then as your body starts to increase your metabolism and give you more access to that energy, then your body might need more portion wise, right? So this is why you got to like really be in tune to that. So this way at the end of the program, when it's all about supporting the body and its needs, first few, first four weeks of the program, give the body what it needs, no longer feels need to, to store fat. Continue to do that. Second part of the program, specifically help your body focus on fat loss, which is those tweaks that we're making each week that get Get your body's attention that shake things up right that get you even more in tune to that the third part of that is all about feeding into and giving the body what it needs right you know what the body needs in order to move the dial on that scale so when it comes to those portions you might need even more so your portions might actually increase as opposed to decrease as you go you're just used to old diets where you eat less and less and less and less and starve more and more and more and deprive more and more and more and, more and it feels like a fight this should be the opposite right So you can't make that assumption with the portions. Okay, back to you again. (laughs) um that's the difference right my assumption is that the portions i'm eating now are for my current body size you're in tune the portions you're eating now should be in tune to your body's needs rather than what you're used to that's the difference your portions before you started the program are probably feeding into what you were used to not what you actually needed and you've been working on fine-tuning those portions to be more in tune with your body's actual needs now you you might still have work to do on that i don't know just depends right My assumption that the portions I'm eating now are for my current size body. If I continue to personalize the plan or repeat the program, will I continue to lose until my body establishes where it wants to be or stabilize? What is the difference? So you might, in repeating the program again um, and personalizing the plan, over the time that you're putting into maintenance, you still might lose a few more pounds. That's, of course. You you can't just have a number in your head. Your body's not a machine. It's not going to sit at that number. But here's what I can tell you because people are always worried that I don't want to lose too much weight. You're never going to lose... More weight than your body needs because you're losing weight in a healthy way. And then as soon as I say that, people are like, "Oh, I knew it. I'm not going to be able to lose all my weight. I'm not going to be able to lose this muffin top." You know, you're going to be able to lose all the weight that you want as long as it's a reasonable amount of weight. The body is not meant to store excess fat. You know, you shouldn't be able to grab it and hold it. All those things, unless of course you have excess skin, then you're going to be able to. So you'll be able to lose all the weight you want. So that's that's not an issue. Don't be concerned about that. But you're also not going to lose more weight than your you know than what's healthy for you. So here's the reality once you lose your weight you do while you're on the program you're trying to see your lowest low and you're trying to move the dial on that lowest low right and so the reality is once you hit your lowest low and you're back to just living your life you're going your set point isn't one number your set point isn't you've reached your lowest low and that's your new set point your set point actually is a range of five to ten pounds that's like my weight's 119 but I fluctuate as much as 130. That's my normal. Now I've been dealing with an excess amount of stress and some health issues over the last year, so my weight has creeped up and it's like 135, 137 because I'm dealing with some I'm dealing with some health issues that I'm dealing with a lot of stress, digestive issues, whatever the fuck, hormones, whatever the fuck go going on. I know I feel like my, I feel it, so I know that's not a comfortable weight for me. My weight hasn't creeped up. It's just that I'm dealing with this a massive amount of stress. But for 30 years of my life, my weight's 119 to like 130, and that will fluctuate fluctuate within a month that's like over the summertime, when it's hot, when I'm drinking beer and I'm eating chips and I'm not as mindful, you know, whatever, sit around that 130 range. And then, you know, in the fall, when I'm not sitting around the pool and it's not as hot and I'm not drinking Coronas every day, my weight comes back down to 119. So that, that your set point isn't one number, it's a range. And we even talked about this actually with Dr. Pfeiffer, uh, when we talked about his water, water conversation, about that set point that your body gets, your set point is where your body adjusts everything, your blood flow, your body temperature, your hormones, all of that. Which is why when you lose weight, you have to allow your body time to adjust. Even the size of your heart has adjusted to the size of your body. So this is why you need to allow your heart to adjust to the new size of your body and the amounts of that it's pumping out, right? So so, um, so yeah, so you might continue to lose weight while you're in maintenance, but it's not. You know, you also know how hard it is to lose weight. So it's not like you're going to go into maintenance and lose like 15 pounds. You know what I'm saying? We're only talking about a few pounds. So really important to understand. Okay. I have been on a plateau for two weeks, but I think that is because I am struggling with binging on my nut snack. Bad habits still lurking on the surface, but I drink gas. Thanks for clarifying at this point. Congratulations, Livy Losers. Be proud of what you accomplished so far. And I've been, uh, I've been enjoying this weight loss journey. Okay. I love this whole thing. So sometimes people get freaked out by a plateau. They're like, I knew it. This is it. This means like, I'm not going to be able to lose any more weight. If you have visible fat You know, like if you know you have weight to lose, there is no reason why you can't lose it. Two-week plateau, three-week plateau, three-month plateau sometimes can be normal depending on the amount of weight that you have lost. So if you lost a significant amount of weight up until this point, you might get up. At some point, you're going to get hit with a long-ass plateau, which is your body adjusting to the way that you've lost, right? Um, right. Let's get back into these. Uh, Holiday time, and I finally made it to live in person. Hit a new lowest low this morning and ready to kill this round, uh, finish this round stronger than ever. I love that. We are not done yet. We are not done yet. Um, We go right to the very last day of the program. We're assuming that you, if you're here, you are still looking to lose, although we do focus on that maintenance conversation next week. Um, We are going to bust out all the information about the Bridging the Gap group. For those of you who are interested in joining that group, what you need to do in order to join that group, um, we're going to send you a link to the group, everything that you need to know. We're going to tell you in the group here everything that you need to know about that. Uh, We'll also send out emails as well with links to the Bridging the Gap group, everything that you need to know. We're also going to talk about next steps for those of you who want to continue your journey. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, maintenance for those of you who are ready. We're going to cover it all next week. So no worries there. Uh, Yes, this is true. I went out last night with my husband on a date and I enjoyed enjoyed it, a drink or more than I should have. (laughs) I'd not want to weigh myself on that piece of metal this morning, but when I did, I was the same. Your body does not want that. fat. yeah, so you're going to be surprised surprised. This is why also you'll notice at this point, like the force is strong. Your body wants this weight gone, you know? Um, So little goes a long way. This is where you also notice that you're indulging and you get on that scale the next day or Monday. It might also be down. It's because it's not what you did last night. It's what you've been doing leading up to this point, right? That the body decides to release that fat. So you never, ever, ever, ever blow off your whole day, your whole weekend or your whole week because any indulgence here or there. And if you really do a number on yourself with indulgence that's where you want to work that back on track you know Good morning, everybody. Yesterday was my birthday. Hi, Crystal. Happy birthday. But I had to work as usual, the evening shift going to Columbus, Ohio today to meet daughter and son-in-law for celebration. Husband being a poop, uh, but I'm going to have fun and have a fabulous dinner overnight. I may eat the cake, but probably not. You know what? You go, go and enjoy yourself, right? Go and enjoy yourself. Have the best freaking day. Have the best weekend. Uh, happy birthday. Eat that cake. Eat that cake. Eat that cake, you know? Um. So here's the thing. Eat the cake. Don't have eat the cake. We got normalize right you, you it's life is too short to not eat the cake on your birthday uh, but also cake is one of those things that it's very normal just to have a few bites of the cake but also let's normalize not eating the cake if we don't want to have cake on our birthday you know we need to normalize that as well uh, you don't need the cake to have the celebration hi link good morning reach my lowest low today well lots of you reaching your lowest lows i love that it's just everything coming together with where we're at in the program down 22.4 pounds i'm more than happy with this loss but i am happier with my newfound mind body connection yeah i love hearing that so uh on monday we're going to post a survey I hope you do take time to fill it out. Um, uh, we really truly are on a mission here to help everyone lose their weight in a healthy, sustainable way. It honestly is our whole jam. Um, affordable, you know, doable, sustainable. Like that's, that's what, really what we're all about. We really truly want you to lose your weight and move on with the rest of your life. My big picture is, um, you know, making a dent in obesity rates. Like that's really what we're after. And I feel like we're just getting started in the fall is going to be our 20th program. I'm so excited about that. I've been helping people lose weight for over 30 years. 30 plus at this point um, but I honestly truly feel like I'm just getting started around here I do not feel like I know it all far, far from it I'm always learning so much so I love the fact that we went to our first obesity summit uh, here in Canada uh, a month and a bit ago um, we're going to continue to go we're going to continue to learn in fact I've invited a lot of the masterminds behind Canadian obesity research to join me in some podcasts uh, that I'm looking forward to, for, to doing uh, in the fall you know so I feel like I'm not Done yet. The point is, if you could take time to fill out that survey. Oh, 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 oh. And I just got an email from Ruth you know, because she's listening, she is going to be doing some more focus groups. So if you want to be part of a focus group and actually be part of our research, um, she's actually going to uh, be sending out information on how to apply to be part of a focus group. So we want you to fill out that survey. I want to hear the good, the bad, the ugly, even if it's personal criticism. Gina talks too fast. She swears too much. This, that's whatever. You know what I mean? It's good for me to hear that. I'm not perfect. I might be like, fuck you. I'm going to keep swearing. But, you know, I can maybe, you know, think about scaling it back a little bit. Although it's usually just in the moment and out of fields. You know, I'm working on talking too fast. I I know I talk too fast, but also... I'm just so excited half the time. I don't, I, you know. Sometimes I feel like, you know, if I if I fo- I have tried to focus on not talking so fast, and then I just I lose. It's just it's hard for me. So I'm still working on that. Um, maybe you think there's too much information. You know, maybe there's not enough information. Um, if there's stuff that you'd like to see in our app, although we've thought of pretty much everything, it's a, a supplement tracker, a period tracker, a group chat um, share system. We are, you know, you know the ways that you can take photos of recipes and track them. We are working on a variety of stuff. But that doesn't mean that maybe some of you have still have some great feedback that we haven't heard. So if you could please um feed, give us the feedback on this survey. I would love that. But back back to uh back to your your non-scale victory and you know what you're sharing Lynn with that newfound mind-body connection is one of the statistics that we always walk away from is people's increased mind-body connection. And that's the one that honestly just brings me to tears every time. So at the end of the program on the Sunday Tony and I take the results of the survey and we share them with the group. And every time the one that gets me is that increased mind-body connection or relationship with food. Those are those are two big ones that, the, that those are huge, right? Those are those are so much more than the weight loss at the end of the day. Because if you have a if you have a strong mind body connection, you know, and a healthy relationship with food, that weight part's going to come. That those are the two of the hard ones. Those are two of the hard ones. So I'm right with you there, on land. Like the weight loss is great, but the you know, but that mind strengthening mind body connection, that's everything. Happier, you know, happier is about prioritizing yourself in your own life, making you the star of your own life. You know, that's what that's about. It's not an easy thing to do. I know a lot of us feel like guilt associated to prioritizing ourselves, to saying no to things, saying yes to other things. You know, like, you know, for example, like heading out of town without your husband, the old me. And my old relationship would have never gone anywhere if my husband didn't want to go. And so, you know, then I would have just stuck around the house and then he would have laid, God bless him. Lester. He would have lied on the, around on the couch and done nothing all weekend. And I would have been like, okay, well, I could have gone here and could have done this and I never would have went. Do you know, that's the old me. Now I'm like, see you, Tony. I'm out. I'm out. See ya. Peace, babes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But that was a lot of work to get me to that place where I'm able to do that. And that's what putting yourself in tune with your body's needs puts you in tune with everything across the board, what's working for you in your life, not just your food choices relationships, situations, work environments. You're really getting to know and understand yourself and what makes you happy. You know when we were young, this is why kids are so selfish, right? Kids are so selfish because they're always like this I, I want what makes me happy. I want that toy it's gonna make me happy. I want this thing that's gonna make me happy. And then you know teenagers, right? They they don't give a fuck about anybody else. It's just all about them and their world and what makes them happy. And then as a young adult you set out in your life and to do what makes you happy and you know what fucks you up? You know what fucks your life up? Think about it. Is all of a sudden you start to compromise and prioritize. Other people and other things in front of your life. And then rather than doing what makes you happy anymore, you do what makes them happy. You do what makes your husband happy or your spouse happy, your partner happy. You do what makes your kids happy. You do what makes your friends happy. You do what, you do everything that makes other people happy and you stop doing the things that make you happy. And then we have to figure out fucking me time. And then me time is going to the grocery store by ourselves. Me time is having a fucking bath. It's called hygiene, people, not me time. Do you know what I mean? And and so this process makes you make yourself a priority. And that's not easy. That is so not an easy thing to do, you know? So that's huge. That is huge. Love this live. Hi, Debbie. Thank you so much. Goal weight is changing. Yes. You, yes. Absolutely. Change the, change that goal weight. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. And I believe it is a feeling. Gonna work on that for the rest of the group. Yeah. Love, love, love you all. Yes. Uh, it's a feeling. You only you will know when you get there. So only you will know when you've reached that weight that you're like, okay, I think I'm good. Right. And then you can put time into maintenance and be like, you know what? I actually feel like I can go for more. in which that's your prerogative, you know? And the same thing happens in maintenance only you will know when you're ready to move on for maintenance because you would have asked those four questions so many times at this point you don't have to ask anymore you know when you're satisfied you know when you've had enough you know when you are purposely overeating or choosing to eat something you know you just know you know when you're hungry you know the difference between being hungry and the difference between being thirsty you just know you know what your ass needs you know when you indulge you know when you need to help your body get back on track you just know right that's it's just a feeling it's It's just a feeling. Uh, I'm in the I'm in the first group and only six pounds away from my program goal. So proud of myself and all the work I've put in. I've signed up for the fall program, plan to maximize while bridging the gap to reach my goal before the program starts. I can totally do this. Yeah, heck yeah, you can. I don't think you need the bridging the gap group. I think you guys would be fine on your own. But I do realize the benefit of a safety net. And there is that bit of a trust factor uh, for some of you. So we've got some fun stuff planned for that bridging the gap group. Um, we're going to do some fun posts. We're going to do some fun giveaways. It's not a guided process. I'm not going to be popping on every day, going live and checking in or any of those things. But it definitely is going to be a place where you can connect with our community, stay in touch with what's going on, um, ask any questions that you have. That's the big one. That's the big thing about our maintenance group, too. So our maintenance group isn't structured, although we are working on a somewhat structured maintenance process program and plan and we've learned a lot from the maintenance group in the last year but basically it gets you access to um, all of our program specialists who are there to answer any questions that you need and it's an extension of our community. So I'm working on a third group. So there's the weight loss group, there's a place to focus on maintenance and then there's a go live your life group. So that's my my next group is gonna be at the Finally and Forever Club where we're gonna talk about other things. We're going to put that same kind of energy that we put into losing our weight and maintaining our weight into moving on with our life. Um, I could not be more excited. I thought that was a few years away. And really at this point, I'm thinking January, there needs to be that, there needs to be that place. Do you know what I mean? Because what's happening in maintenance right now is we have people who've been in maintenance for years, four years, five years. I've got some old clients who've been maintaining for a lot longer. We started the group in, uh, last July. So it's been a year. But people don't want to leave. They want to leave because they don't want to leave the community. They don't want to leave the conversation. So here's where I'm going to set up that third group, you know, where we can have other conversations, fill that space in our brain. That's what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat with other things, you know, with other things. Let me scroll down. Okay. I love my new iPad. Look at, see, and this is Tony. This is how much he loves me. It's rose gold. Like little things. See my mic? Also rose gold. Little things that bring me joy um little things that bring me joy um but i'm loving my new ipad because i felt like i was looking down all the time and i'm trying to hold it up and it's just weird i'm still kind of looking down but see always leveling up always leveling up um same thing with the headphones thank goodness because we've had so many glitches with facebook and uh going live and then with sound i would just been a hot hot mess (laughs) that's why i'm wearing the headphones and the mic it's just cleaned up the audio a lot plus we have a whole sound guy and that's working on that. Um, I haven't lost any weight this session, but people are noticing. Hi, Deb. Uh, one girl asked if I was losing weight on purpose. Uh, I get it. Body's working, working on it. And you're right. My body was probably a mess. Third program, still about 20 pounds to go. Sign up for September. I'll get there. Just a roller coaster of emotions. This program yelling at the scale is my norm in the morning. Okay. So th- we have, so one of the takeaways, first of all, all of our spill the tea guests all crush the gaps. So if not, go back. Not to Kim and I, because we're past the tweaks each week. Go back and listen to our guest segments. They, I think we actually on the, um, spill the tea. I think we've actually time coded the conversation so you can, you know, exactly when you can go and listen to the guests. All of our guests, this group crushed the gap. So that's really important. The other takeaway from our spill the tea guests was, um, a lot of them, I don't know the statistics on them, but a lot of them had that that very typical uh, program that they did where their weight was either slower to lose in the beginning or didn't lose any at all as their body worked to solidify the weight that they did lose. And so what I love about this is that you're noticing this is your body this is adjusting to the weight that you've lost. And it happens whenever I worked with clients, personal clients, and they reached their goal three months later, they're always calling me up and being like, what is going on? I'm like, what do you mean what's going on? They're like, well, everyone keeps telling me how much more weight I've lost. And I, I'm telling you, I swear I haven't lost a pound. And I'm like, it's just your body adjusting to your new weight, solidifying your new weights making that actual change. So when you're following the program or working on maintaining and solidifying your weight, two things are happening. You're either losing weight or your body is changing. And after you're done losing weight, it's kind of like, One big long ass plateau, really, is really what it's about. And after you're done losing that weight, your body's going to take that three months because the three months of the program is for a rhyme and a reason. Because twelve weeks is the time that it takes for your body to be able to make any considerable amount of change. That's for a rhyme and a reason. And when it comes to your skin, it takes about three months for your for your skin to repair and rebuild to regenerate. Right. So that's what's happening in that time. And so why While you're doing the program, your body is taking that time to solidify the weight that you've lost, right? Increasing your metabolism, adjusting to your new weight. So this is not lost time. I know you want to lose more weight. So I'm not disregarding the fact that you want to lose more weight, but this is the body saying, hey, just give me a minute here. The size of my heart needs to adjust to the weight that you've lost. Everything needs to be adjusted around your new weight. So your body is actually building in time to solidify that weight. I know that's terribly difficult mentally when you want to lose. I And I totally got that. But I love the fact that you're noticing your body change because that's exactly what's happening. And I love the fact that you're still here and you haven't given up and any of those things and you're recognizing that, even though I do recognize it's hard to wrap your head around that, you know, just so much mad mad respect. That is going to be what makes maintenance so much easier for you. So we're learning this through Ruth Kane. I have the best conversations with Ruth I gotta set some more time up to spend more time talking to Ruth so I just absolutely adore her um actually you know what I'm gonna do that I'm gonna set up some 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 meetings with Ruth on the regular I know though she's a busy woman. And I also can't interfere too much into what she's doing. Um, But um, one of the things that was interesting in the conversations with Ruth, because we're really starting to focus on the maintenance. Um, And if you're not aware of Ruth, uh, Ruth Kane and her team at the University of Ottawa, they're the ones that are studying the living method independent of us. We don't pay her. We actually, we would love to pay her. We would love to throw a shit ton of money at her, but we can't um, because she is doing her own study with the government. Uh, She received um, funding to study the living method. And one of the things that um, she's learned learning is that it can be harder for people who didn't have a lot of weight to lose to maintain, to, to be in maintenance, and then someone who's lost a lot. And what we're realizing is it's it's that you can physically lose the weight, but mentally not be ready to move on. And so this is where you get to a place where you're calm physically and mentally, where physically and mentally you're ready for finally and forever. And so what we're realizing is the people that have a larger amount of weight to lose and spend more time doing the program are spending more time working through that mental piece, the issues and associations, the beliefs, the habits, all of that, where someone can pop into the group and actually lose their weight quite quickly, but still be left struggling with that mental piece. And that's why that maintenance group is so important, and that's why repeating the program is so effective right so that's one of the things that we're learning we're also uh we're also looking into doing clinical trials in january man we are out to prove that the living method is it we're just gonna make it undeniable we're just gonna have the science and the proof and all of it i mean we already do have the proof the proof is in is in the pudding we do have the statistics god my mouth is dry so i'm sorry if that kind of um anyways we are out to prove that the Livvy method is it. It is a sustainable way, healthy sustainable way to lose your weight um physically, mentally. So we're actually looking to start up some clinical trials and even that because we like a challenge, we are looking to link up with um with a company that specifically works with people who have metabolic issues where it's nearly impossible for them to lose weight and uh people who are living with diabetes so we're not fucking around (laughs) we're just gonna be like because we're like you know what if we can prove that the living method is going to help people who have metabolic issues and people um, who are living with diabetes man okay like Come on. Um, so yeah, so we are, we're serious about this. We're serious about, we're serious about that. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, just because you, you know, the maintenance part can be hard because it's that mental peace, you know, mental peace. Um scrolling down. How do we join Bridging the Gap? I'm in the fall program and the Facebook group. So we're going to, you haven't missed anything. Some of you straight up reaching out to our customer support. We should <laughs> talk to Joy. It's like People keep asking me about Bridging the Gap. I'm like, it's one of those things that I want to tell you guys about it. Um, kind of like to let you know it's there, but we haven't opened it yet. So you're not, people are like, I'm missing out. I need in. You have not missed anything. Anything. Um, I believe we've created the physical Facebook support group, so it is available. I see some of you requesting to join. So I'll tell you right now, although we're going to have a post that's going to tell you exactly what you need to do in order to join the Bridging the Gap group. In order to join the Bridging the Gap group, you have to first be a member of the spring summer Facebook support group, not just have registered and using the app, because I know there's so many of you who are listening right now and you may be thinking, oh, I want to join this Bridging the Gap group, but you're not actually even a member of the current Facebook support group for the spring summer program. And I love that. This is why we're creating the app so that people don't even have to use Facebook in order to follow the program. So, if you're listening and you have been following along by the podcast and the app and have, and you want to join the Bridging the Gap group, you have to first actually go back into Facebook, join the Spring Summer support group, even though it's coming to an end, right? And then you have to not only be a member, physical member, or an online presence, your Facebook name has to be in the spring-summer support group, it has to also be in the fall support group. So when you register for the fall group, you'll receive a code to unlock the new program in the app and gain access to the Facebook support group. So you have to find the fall Facebook support group. You have to put in your code. You have to be accepted as a member. And then and only then, when you are actually inside and a member of the spring-summer support group on Facebook and the fall support group on Facebook, then you can make a request to join the Bridging the Gap group. Because here's what happens. When you make a request to join the Bridging the Gap group, there's a real person on the other end who's looking at those requests, and it lets us know if you are already a member of the spring group and already registered and a member of the fall group. So in order to be in the Bridging the Gap group, you have to be a member of both. The Bridging the Gap group is not an extension because we always have people saying, well, well, I don't want to do the fall group. Why can't I just join the Bridging the gap group because well, that you're not bridging the gap you are just continuing the program and that's not what we're doing um, so that's how it's done. So we're going to give you a link and then you're just going to make sure you are a member in both groups. And then when you are actually a member, not just requesting to join the fall group as well, actually being accepted in it and in a member of it, then you can join the Bridging the Gap group. So that's how, that's how. So a couple of things. Um, after the group is done, you, you maintain access to this group. So you don't lose any of the information, any of the posts, any of the videos or anything like that. You can continue to pop in. We won't be answering your questions because we're going to be moving on. Our team is going to be shifting in to the bridging the gap group or you know also in the maintenance group where they are at. Um so this group's gonna come to an end. You can find us on social media if you believe it or not, we have a whole Facebook actual Facebook page, which is cool. Um we have an Instagram page, we now have a threads page, we have you know, we have all the pages, so go find us. We have all our recipes and stuff up, up at Pinterest. If you want to follow us? We're on YouTube, you can see our guest segments. So follow us over on socials which um, you'll be able to pop in and review the information as long as you maintain being a member. The app turns into a tracker. So if you are behind in the group, say you're on day 70, you're going to be able to continue to use the app all the way through day 91. And then as soon as you click complete on day 91. It turns into a general tracker that you'll be able to continue to use. And then if you've registered for, for the fall group within the app, you unlock the fall program. And then once you're done this program and the 91 days, it'll turn into a general tracker. And then when the program starts up again, your app will just magically start up on day one again, uh, which is really cool. Um, I think that's it. What else? What else? What else? What else? I'm trying to think of other stuff you guys like to know. Um, this is my last Saturday live of the group so next week is our big staff party of the summer so uh we are going to be around um in fact that's saturday you can come in and ask all the questions that you need but our, our team is going to be off partying we fly everyone in uh we all get to meet meet each other um people who haven't been working day every day together and don't get a chance to meet so we're going to be uh next saturday but pop in and ask all the questions that you need the team will circle back around and answer them after the fact but on sunday if you want to join me uh and tony live we're going to go over the results of those surveys so fill out a couple things on monday fill out the survey right fill out the giveaway cuz this this giveaway we're we're doing four prize packs so the first one is an apple prize pack so a new iphone uh apple watch and earbuds apple earbuds um also a Peloton bike. We're giving away a whole ass Peloton bike. Uh, and then two Livy Loser prize packs. So there's four prizes, four ways to win. So make sure you fill that out. And then we're going to do some fun giveaways in the Bridge in the Gap group. And then next program, we're going to do like giveaways every week. It's going to be our 20th group. So fun. We got, a lot of sh- we got a lot of fun shit planned. Um So fill out the survey enter the giveaway and post on the Celebrate Inspire so we do rather than Livy Loser Spotlight on Monday we're going to do a Celebrate Inspire it's a place for you to celebrate your ass is still here and everything that you've accomplished you want to post a before and after great Um just so you know if you do post a before and after we do not use them we will not uh, take your before and afters and use them you won't find yourself in an ad or any of those things um, if we would love to feature you in a blog or um, a before and after we will reach out and ask for your permission so that's really important Important for you to know. Um, any photos that you share, um, we will reach out and ask permission first uh, before um, we would use them anywhere. Um, so if, if you do post, someone may reach out to you and ask, but you can say no. Um, it's also for people just to share that they're really proud of themselves and that you're here and that you did this. Just like you've been setting your intentions and in end of day reflections each day, pop onto that right. It's really important no matter how you feel at the end of this program, to be proud of the fact that you're here. And thats it's going to mean everything to your soul. Maybe you didn't reach the goals that you want to reach. Maybe you surpassed them. Maybe you're moving on. You have to recognize. You have to say, I did this. I started it. I finished it. And what that is going to say to your soul about everything that you set out to start and end up finishing for the rest of your life. And even this weight loss journey, you know, I was reading a thing, this online, this girl in weight loss, she was just like, "There, there's no goal. There's no end game. Yeah, you're fucking right. There needs to be a goal. And they're Right. There needs to be an end game. Stop the madness. You have to stop focusing on losing weight. You want to move on for the rest of your life and just live. Absolutely. There needs to be an end to your weight loss journey. It's got an end, not an end to you focusing on your health and wellness, not an end to you prioritizing yourself in your life, but an end to the focus on weight loss, you know. So finish strong and then be really, really proud. The mental piece really came out for me with jo- Joni's Spill the Tea in Week 9. Deep-rooted issues my mother caused me. Yeah, man, our shit can go way back, way back. And it's not that your mother caused you because your mother just, you know, here's the thing. And I want to be mindful of, of this and blaming our parents for this and blaming our parents for that. We can, we can definitely blame them. <laughs> but man, once you have teenagers, then you're like, you can't blame me for that shit, man. I, I just did the best that I could in the moment. I did the best. Best that I could I knew what I knew and now I know differently and moving forward I can change that. This is why it's so important for those of you who have young children you're the change that needs to be made you know this is where you can recognize that the how deep it goes right how deep it goes like if you've ever you know fed your body baby more than they needed to help them sleep right like that's that's like disconnecting you know if you ever sat there and made your kid eat their eat their everything off their plate you know what i mean like i've done that with my kids you're gonna sit there and you're gonna eat that you know i and i have a kid it's interesting my son my son um my son said to me yesterday we were driving he's like don't you think it's weird that you have like these four kids and that they're all so different and i looked at him i'm like every fucking day bud every fucking day (laughs) and i said to him you know i really believe you are the way you are when you're born like so i have this girl um one of my girls and she just doesn't like meat she's so picky about her meat and you know she only likes, likes chicken but only a certain way and she won't eat pork and she won't eat this but man she has been like that since the day she was born like she never liked meat and you know i used to try to force her to eat it because you know you're taught that they're playing food games control games no sometimes they just know what works for them and what doesn't you know and i used to try to force her to eat her meat and to this day and she is now 18 years old (laughs) 18 years old man Oh my God! And then I have another one who it takes her sixteen fucking hours to eat anything you know we, you know where you'd feed them and they'd still be sitting there four hours later and then she plays with her food and has to mash her food and has to be a certain way for her to eat her food. She is now twenty years old and she still sits at the table and it takes her forever and she still like takes her food and whatever <laughs> Do you know what I mean but the reality is it's not what people say it's how we internalize things when they're when we're little, right right? it's how we internalize things when we're little and you know as you realize the shit that you did as a parent has a you know a massive impact and when kids get older but you did the best that you could but yeah to your point the shit runs deep it runs really 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 deep and it's really not for our parents it's for us to recognize how we've internalized things that were said to us you know and how to change those and that's where those aha moments come from you're recognizing oh my god Gosh, I've had this belief since I was younger. Oh my gosh, I've been doing this, thinking this forever. And, and this is where your work, you're really coming to realize it's really important to realize what works for you. And also really important to realize what's not working for you, you know, not just move past it and will yourself past it and control this and control that really recognize what's working for you in terms of the choices that you're making. One of the things that's really interesting um, with our maintenance group is that people are recognizing when they can go back to eating foods that they missed while they were losing weight that that once they have them, they it they really aren't enjoying them. They're like, why do I keep wanting something and eating something that I actually really realized I don't even really like. And it's the anticipation of having it or what that meant to you, you know, whether it's treating yourself or that reward or you time or the anticipation of the indulgence really is what, You like not actually having the thing, you know, so really kind of really being in tune to that. It's, it's a big conversation that we're having over in maintenance. And then a lot of times people are realizing that they really quite enjoyed the things that they were doing to lose weight, they enjoyed prioritizing themselves. And then now that they're no longer looking to lose weight, they feel like there's no reason for them to do that. So they're falling back into not prioritize. Well, I took my time. I lost my weight. Now I've done that. Now I have to give up me time now. Now I have to give up prioritizing myself now. Right. And what they're realizing is, wow, I felt amazing when I prioritized my sleep and tried to get good quality sleep. Yes, I was motivated by moving the dial on that scale, but I actually felt really good. And I, you know, I feel really good moving my body. My goal is no longer to lose weight, but I felt great when I was making an effort to move my body more. Wow. Okay, managing my stress was really making a big difference, not just in terms of moving the dial on the scale, but in my life. And then they're recognizing, okay, maybe I don't want to do these things for weight loss anymore, but I want to do them because they made me feel really good. So, such a fascinating and interesting conversation. Um I got to get going, but cuz here I am procrastinating. This is me. I do it every time. I'm working on it. It's an issue. I know I do it. I just I sit up here and I don't want the program to end, so I stay on these these lives f- forever. <laughs> But let's think about how crazy our dieting history. Let me leave you on this note. Let's reflect back on how crazy our past dieting has been, how haphazard it was, how chaotic it was, how just like counting calories, weighing food, measuring those points, saving the points, adding the points, having the points, doing all that weird shit. It just made no fucking sense. It made no fucking sense. And then after you did all that, starved, deprived, neglected, you know, willpowered, controlled your ass off to get that job done. Then you gain it all back. And plus more. Like, let's look at that, man. Fucking chaotic. (laughs) Freaking chaotic. So, you know, as we um, roll into the last week of the program given this is my last Saturday live, like reflect back on that, you know, reflect back on that, uh, your journey and what you've accomplished and you know, on your past dieting history and really recognize that because that belief system, you really need to truly believe that you've gone about things a different way. You really have done things differently this time, you really have done the work and it's really going to stick. Now the work isn't done, work isn't done, but you're doing this and you're going to do it because you're already doing it and you are going to get there and there is going to be an end. Now it probably is going to take you longer than you like, but, you know. <laughs> all right you guys. I got to go. I hope that you have an amazing weekend. Um, learn. If you're indulging, indulge be mindful about it, right? Like if, if you if you rag on yourself afterwards, have a good la- say honey, what are you doing? Why are you ragging on yourself? Talk to yourself. Turn up that internal volume. You know, Sarah Shulman, uh, turn up that. We learned that from her. That was one of my greatest takeaways from one of our guests, Sarah Shulman, talk about inter- turning up that internal volume. The other one was Jessica Coombs. What a great guest talking about group over group over group over group you're not starting and ending each time It's just one big continuation all leading to that eventual end game you know um get take some time get caught up on some of our old guest segments you have ac- ask us access to our podcast so many guests over the last 19 groups um that we've done uh anyway i hope that you have an amazing weekend i'll see you all on monday oh my goodness I'm looking forward to that uh, food plan wise more of the same for those of you working to continue your goals personalize the plan maximize your freaking asses off uh, make sure you're super clear on that maintenance we're going to talk about maintenance for those of you who are ready so we're not done yet we're also going to talk about next steps don't worry don't stress we got you uh, stick around next week we um, will be chatting about it all week long have an amazing day everyone have an amazing weekend I'll see you all on Monday bye mom deserves better than a drugstore card